This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Plated. Plated is a meal kit delivery service that offers recipes inspired by the season and delivers everything you need to cook right to your door. That sounds great, but have you tried it? I have. Just this week, I made their bok choy fried rice. It was loaded with gorgeous yellow summer squash, bok choy, peas, ginger. It was so good. It sounds like you really unboxed summertime. Ugh. And to do it yourself, go to plated.com slash redeem and use the promo code MILK to get 25% off your first four weeks. Yo, I'm Molly. (laughs) And I'm Matthew, and I don't know what just happened. (laughs) This is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about refried beans, and I feel like Molly like launched into a bit, and I don't know what it is yet. I don't know either. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) refried beans. It's like you've got like a rocky sort of thing going, I do, I do. Not, Um, Not Iraqi, but... R-O-C-K-Y. Yes. The the boxer. Yes. Yeah. The fictional boxer. The fictional boxer. Rocky Balboa. Rocky, the fictional boxer. Oh, boy. Oh, it almost sounded like you said boxer at the end there. Oh, <laughs> which, <laughs> like which this episode may or may not be sponsored by. <laughs> okay. Anyway. But is definitely sponsored by the movie Rocky, <laughs> the, the Oscar-winning movie coming soon. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it either. I've only seen like the part where he's punching sides of beef and the part where he's running up and down the stairs. I don't think I've seen either of those. Okay, well, you should watch those parts. Okay, cool. Uh, so, Matthew. And I know he says, Adrian. Matthew. Uh-huh. Yes, Adrian. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's talk about refried beans. Okay. What are refried beans? Please tell me. So Wait, don't we do memory lane first? Oh, Okay. Yes, memory lane. How do you do this show? What is there's no there's no instruction manual for life or podcasts. So I think that my introduction to refried beans, I'm almost positive that it came at like a Tex Mex restaurant. Yeah, like, like in Oklahoma City, this would be like Mama Sita's or. Mm-hmm. Place, is that in Cassidy Square? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, the place that everybody used to really like when I was in high school was Ted's Escondido. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I went there like once with my with my I do, my dude friends. How? <laughs> what, what What does that mean? Uh, most of my friends in like my junior and senior year, uh, almost all of my friends were guys. Cool dudes. It was a group of guys. I thought they were cool. I mean, I think that. Uh, 
in the complicated constellation that is high school uh, social life, we were all pretty nerdy. Yeah, the people I thought were cool in high school were people who like wore, wore like punk rock shirts and had piercings and stuff. I think I felt very confused, and I think I still struggle with this because uh, Oklahoma was such a. Um, it's very conservative and like sort of relentlessly homogenizing. Uh So I think I always believed that the, you know, like the cheerleader, popular girls, the athletic girls, Mm -hmm. the, that, that they were the prettiest and the coolest. And so I think that even like the people who I would now look back at and be like, Oh, like this person was really cool. He was kind of doing his own thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. At the time I, I, I wanted so badly to be liked by the the cool girls that I I didn't I couldn't recognize coolness in anybody else. I think I I certainly like would have felt the same way except I think like I, I still I struggle think, with this. I, I think I just that seemed like such an impossible like like that was never going to happen. I knew that it was never going to happen for me either, and so I kind of you know I I also kind of scorned these girls you know yeah. uh, uh, for all the reasons that. No, I mean, you can definitely scorn and envy at the same time. Totally. They're, they're very closely related emotions. Totally. Slash um, deadly sins. But at the same time, I think that I just, I thought that they were doing things the right way. Oh, like that, forming a human pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even though, so we've talked about like the Kagers at like Travis Steelman's house this and sounds stuff like familiar. that with like the swimming pool. I uh, like, never even went I never, to that kind of party. I never in high went school. to that kind of party either. But I always knew it was happening, and I always scorned it, and yet wanted to have everybody want to come party at my house. <laughs> Did you ever get people to party at your house? Uh, my senior year, I got my 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 good guy friends were around frequently, and I would do such things as these were the members of uh, Violet. And right, no, those those were those were cool guys who weren't popular, but they okay. were super yeah. cool. How could they have? They had a band. How could they not have been popular? Mm, they were, um, they were too like too much like coffee shop guys. They okay. weren't athletic, and in Oklahoma, you had to be an athlete or you were nobody. Mm, I think coffee shop guys are cool. Uh, I I think so too. Uh, but anyway, um, I would invite my guy friends over, and I would like bake a rhubarb cobbler. <laughs> I'm not even joking. No, this sounds great. I would like cook cook for them. Yeah. And then we would hang out and uh, then we would go do something like watch the newly reissued Star Wars movie. This sounds like my kind of party. Right? Yeah. Right? No, I never went to like a like a keg party until uh, college and I didn't like it and I still... I think- wouldn't like to go to that kind of party. I think. In I mean, college, now I'd be like weirdly old. I think in college I went to two parties like that, um, but they were they weren't even like ones that were at frat houses. They were like uh, like one was at like one of the co ops, and one was I think it was like the the gender bender party or okay. something. Um, that sounds probably problematic given the time period. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think back on it, and it it wasn't very queer by today's standards. Yeah. I remember there was this young, beautiful, quite um, openly gay young man who mouthed to me across the dance floor that I looked beautiful, Aww. and it was so confusing to me because I was like, "But you're gay." 
and I but but I'd always kind of had crushes on on mm-hmm. gay men too. Like I think a lot of women have had crushes on gay men. A lot sure. of a lot of people who who are not going to be able to get with those guys. Anyway, so it was very confusing. I was like, oh, don't you want to go with me? <laughs> um, I know the, you don't. The problem, but, but this is so no, confusing. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Please, interrupting somebody while, while you're working something out here. <laughs> okay. Do, okay. do you feel like you're over this now? Uh, I still regularly have crushes on gay men. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, uh, yeah. Ash and I talk about it frequently. We usually have crushes on the same gay men. Yeah, I, I don't think I would describe myself as really having a crush on anyone. Like my my brain doesn't really work that way at this point. But like yeah. if, there, if there's someone well, that, not, that it's I not, it's not like the kind of crush that I think about. It's just the right. kind of thing where when I see them, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, sure, I, no, I oh mean, yeah, I'd get with that person. I mean, in in a sense, like you know, that any anyone that I feel that way about is unattainable because I'm happily married. <laughs> so like, yes. I mean, I know nothing's going to happen. Yes. Well, no, I mean, I, I feel the same way. I am happily partnered. Mm-hmm. So, um, But anyway. I'm anyway, not saying this is the same thing. No, it's a different thing. Yes. But anyway, um, yeah. So so everybody used to go to Ted's Escondido. Okay. <laughs> in yeah, Oklahoma at my, City. In my college, like the, the one of the problems, one of the reasons I didn't like going to the parties cause, was they were always five college parties because I went to a college oh, yeah. that was in a consortium with four other colleges that were all pretty much the same. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, back then, it seemed like they all had very strong identities, yeah. but in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be a five college party because I guess like... I don't know why. I guess like that was the only way to get enough people to come to your party because all of the individual colleges were really small and they needed to have a budget for buying kegs or whatever. Anyway, so I would go to the party and there would be all these people that I'd never seen before because they were at like the furthest away college that was like five blocks down the road. Mm-hmm. Oh um, man, that sounds stressful. Yeah, and like to to this day, like I I don't want to go to like a get together where I don't know most of the people there. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough for me. I totally agree. I also really struggle with get togethers uh, where I'm bringing together people from different parts of my life. Oh, worlds colliding. It really stresses me out because I I want everybody to get along and be happy and have fun. Mm -hmm. But like watching, like like wondering if this person from this part of my life is going to like gel with this person. It really stresses me out. Like that party where you invited all the coffee shop guys and all the cheerleaders. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Last year. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, Ted's- but the one person who I really wanted to come was the guy who told me I was beautiful uh-huh. at the gender bender party right. I- at Stanford. And in unfortunately, like 1999. you have no idea. You don't remember that guy's name. I don't remember that guy's name. And that guy, that guy was never interested in me. So confusing. But he, he might still come to your party. He might still I mean, come to my party. Sounds like a great guy. And he was a good dancer. Yeah. So you're not going to get that inviting me to your party. No, I am not. Let's be clear about that. But but I'm going to karaoke. Hey, do you remember when we went out dancing? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Was that the first time you'd seen me dance? Yeah. Oh, wow. Molly's a very good dancer. I am not. I love to dance. So you should you should. Uh, Which come. is probably really what that guy was saying when he said I was beautiful. He was probably like, Matthew, just I, I'm just bullshitting accept here. Accept the compliment. I'm bullshitting here. I'm just trying to like, yes, and. Okay. <laughs> yes, and. But I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, anyway, so listeners, come out dancing with me and Molly. We'll be mm-hmm. down at the club. Mm-hmm. The country club. We'll down, be down at the country club with Arnold Palmer. Yep. See you there, babe. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, refried beans are pretty much always delicious. Except yeah. when they're too thick and sludgy. Yes. Um, oh, there was this place. I don't know if it still exists in San Rafael, California called Las Camellias mm-hmm. that does refried white beans 
beans. Oh, nice. I know they sound kind of like very fancy in Marin County. Ish. Yeah, it, it sure does. But it's it didn't feel that way, and it wasn't this kind of restaurant. Like it, that's not it wasn't intended to be fancy, and they were really good. I mean, I think at uh, like a Tex-Mex restaurant, you often have a choice of refried beans or pinto beans, pinto beans or black beans. Sometimes like mm-hmm. whole beans, mm-hmm. um, and it's always kind of a tough call because I really like the refried beans that you get at a Tex-Mex restaurant. Yeah, which so I'm. Putting a rumor out here that I don't know if it's true or not, but I found a bunch of references online saying that if you want to get like the really like creamy, rich refried beans that you get at a Tex-Mex restaurant, take canned refried beans and mix them with sour cream. Oh, which I sounds plausible. Like huh. I go this, I have for over twenty years been going to La Cocina on Broadway in Seattle. Uh, which is like it couldn't be more of a classic like giant frozen margarita. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Give you a sombrero, sombrero on your birthday, uh, Tex-Mex restaurant, uh-huh. um, and the the free fried beans there are delicious. And I always wondered, like, you know, is it because they're making them from scratch? Is it because they put a lot of cheese on top, which they do? Is it just the festive atmosphere? I think that we should go sometime and and share one of those giant margaritas. Do, are they oh, out of like a shareable glass? Absolutely. Can we do that? Oh yes, they're so good. It's going like, to be fantastic. You know, they're sweet. They're uh, they're frozen. They're what frozen. more do you want? <laughs> do they? Is, they're salt rimmed, presumably. Oh, yes. And there's like one. There's one or two days a week when when it's like margarita margarita Tuesdays or something. Margarita Mondays, maybe. <laughs> margarita every days. Yes. Well, you, they do sell them every That's day. That's the name just, of my new restaurant, Margarita Every Days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm changing my name actually. to Margarita. <laughs> Margarita every day. That's that's very close to your name. <laughs> it is actually. I mean, you could probably just sort of fudge it. Uh huh. I recently, I recently got my, um, so my mom gives me a AAA subscription every year. That's good. Good present. Right. Right. It's, it's such a good mom present. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but this year. <laughs> and when, then you can go into the office and get those triptychs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this year when the renewal card came, they had, so my, my first name, my legal name is Margaret spelled the usual way. I wonder how many listeners just like completely lost it. Yeah, Margaret. Hi, I'm Margaret. Anyway, um, when the card came, it was Margaret, but instead of M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T, the ending was E-T-T-E, Margaret. Wow. And I was like, whoa, somebody in the AAA office had fun with this one. My uh, actual first name is Wolfgang. (laughs) Okay. So what what happened to the the you yes handed me what I didn't say anything earlier and then when I made a dumb Wolfgang joke nothing well because I I because then your nickname would be Wolfie yes like in Amadeus yes anyway can we just go on okay so refried beans okay first of all probably everyone knows by now that uh, the the original Spanish word uh, uh, frijoles refritos does not mean refried as in uh, fried again it means like well fried I didn't know that until until I read it on the agenda today, Matthew. I didn't. I thought I thought, oh, these beans are like cooked and and then they're fried and it's like recooking. True, except it's not refrying. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Well fried. Okay. So why don't they call it well fried beans? Because it doesn't that sounds more sounds generic, I guess. Okay. Okay. Go on. Um so it's usually made with uh cooked uh, pinto beans that have been mashed or pureed and then uh, cooked in a in a pan with uh, lard, onion, garlic, salt, and seasonings, uh, especially cumin and episote. 
And Epazote, is that a little bit, does it have a slightly oregano-y flavor? It totally does, yeah? yes. Okay. Um, have you made these? Um, yes, and uh, Epazote is considered a uh, carminative, I believe, which is a, a gas-reducing Oh, yes. Like, compound. Like, like Bino. Yes. Naturally occurring Bino. Yes. So I have made refried beans from canned beans, okay. which to me doesn't really offer much over canned refried beans. Okay. I have not made them starting with dried beans, which I imagine would be superior. Superior. When you used canned beans to mm-hmm. make homemade refried beans, did you use lard? I did use lard. Okay. Okay. So they should have so, been yeah, really so good. It was, yeah. Um, I, I think the the flavor was very good, but I was I was missing like that super uh, pasty texture of canned refried beans, so which I'm really used to and I, appreciative of. I always wish that canned refried beans were a little bit looser. You can add water. You can, but yeah. does it? Does it? Okay, I'll try that. So, or you yeah, could add a little little chicken broth or something. The the brand that I usually get is the same as you, the Rosarita brand, mm-hmm. traditional. Yep. This woman on the on the the label, Rosarita. Oh, she is lovely. I want her dress mm-hmm. and her hairstylist. You you saw her dancing at a party. I saw her <laughs> dancing at a party. Yeah, good, good uh, uh, mascot. Did you see how how there's like a red ribbon woven into her braid? A person shouldn't be called a mascot, right? No, Matthew, take that back right now. A good sim. A good. Um, she's a good like a uh, spokesperson. Spokesperson. She doesn't I don't, speak. It's not a real person. <laughs> I mean, maybe originally was a real person, but this is like a recent a redrawing. Good, um, label. A good label. That's that's a much better thing to call a human being. No, what do you call <laughs> again? Not really you, a person. What because, do you call like a logo of a brand that has a person? Like a be, like a Betty Crocker. Yeah. What, what do you kind call, of Wendy. what kind of thing? And I, a person's not a thing. Oh. <laughs> or Wendy, but Wendy Wendy is a real person. Dave's daughter. Yes. Okay, but how do you know I'm, Rosarita I'm going to Wendy's isn't tomorrow. a real person? Very exciting. I'm very exciting. You're very. <laughs> you are exciting today. I don't know. Let's we need on. to get to the bottom of this. Great. This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love has used thousands of real women's measurements to design its bras with breast size and shape in mind. So these bras fit beautifully and they feel even better. Okay, but I understand Third Love has many, many different sizes, more than any other and brand. And many different styles. So how do you find one that fits when it's an online store? So uh, I have taken Third Love's online Fit Finder quiz. It takes like 60 seconds. It's got all these line drawings of different breast sizes and shapes. And, uh, you know, I kind of got to like really spend some time getting acquainted with my chest. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, 60 seconds yes, at least. Yes, some, some time. And the, uh, the, the bra size and recommended bra styles that it gave me, they were right on. They fit great. Awesome. Are they are they durable? They I mean, do are. they last? I, I mean, I've had these bras for ugh, over a year, maybe yeah, even two. Maybe even two years. Anyway, these bras are fantastic. They hold up well and you should try them. So to get your own and get 15% off, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk and find your perfect fit. That's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk for 15% off. This episode is brought to you by Left Field Farms. Left Field Farms is an exciting new dairy brand founded on a left field thought. Let's treat the cows like it's a cow spa. <laughs> this is amazing. Okay, Matthew, let's figure out what this means. Yes. So, okay, these cows are eating really good feed, non-GMO yep. feed. We know this for sure. We do know this. This I know for sure. We know sure. that they get plenty of fresh air and water. And shade. 
and they get to just be cows. It's it's pretty much like a cow spa. Uh-huh. They may or may not get hammocks. I think they might get hooficures. Hooficures. <laughs> cloven. If, you, if you're cloven and you want more of a non-cloven look. <laughs> yeah. And they also, when they get massages, they're those special like five stomach massages that help move the gas along. Yes. Yeah. They um, The cows, they're so special, they got an extra stomach. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyway, a lot of this is not true, but what but, is true is that Left Field Farm lets cows be cows. Yes. And they partner with family farms for the highest quality milk and they can trace all of their milk back to the source. This makes delicious milk and coffee creamer. So next time you're in the dairy aisle, take a fresh look and choose Left Field Farms. Wonderful things come out of Left Field. Have you ever made refried beans from from like scratch, scratch? No. Uh, but you, you seem to know that there's a beloved recipe in Sever. Oh yeah, because uh, when I when I was looking when I was researching around for for refried beans recipes, this I kept coming across this one, and it's from a, a restaurant in Austin. Did I write down the name of the restaurant? No, but we'll link to the recipe in okay. Sever magazine, and it's very simple. Like there's nothing, there's no like secret ingredient or technique in it. Yeah, it's just you know start with with good dried pinto beans, cook them with love, smush them with love. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I do with my dog. Uh huh. Smush, smush, smush with love. With love. Yeah. Oh. Um, and Matthew, that's what you tried. You threatened to do to my cat, and I said, "Don't do that. You'll um, get scratched with love." My daughter loves refried beans, mm-hmm. so maybe you guys should come over for dinner some night soon, and I will make the sever recipe for refried oh, beans. Oh, I would love that because it seems like I feel like if you're going to make refried beans from scratch, I just I feel like you should have some people over. Yeah, and you've invited yourself over to my house for dinner so, so many, many times. times. This may be the first time you've ever invited me. Well, but me. I feel bad making you schlep across town to my house. But but there's the promise of f- freshly made refried beans. That's true. That's true. That's okay. worth that's worth the schlep. We're going to get this on the calendar. Yeah, and we've got this on the record here. And and listener, you can't have any. Yeah. So, do you like a smoother or chunkier refried bean? I don't think I've ever had chunky. I think I like it smooth. Well, but I think of Rosarita as being chunky. Oh. Like the, sm- the smooth ones have like no trace of like a piece of a bean. Oh, in then it. I don't think I've ever had that kind. I think that I've always had it where it has been, even when it's on the loose side. There are still some like beans in mm-hmm. there. Like it's clear what it's made of. The the. Smooth ones I associate with like Taco Bell. Like when I was when I was a kid, we would go to Taco Bell pretty often, and my brothers would often get the pintos and cheese, which is uh, refried beans and cheese in a little cup. And I think, but I, I'm not sure, but I think at Taco Bell they make their uh, refried beans from like a powder. Hmm. Uh, I went to Taco Bell recently for the first time in a very long time, and I had the Crunchwrap Supreme. Nice. It stayed crunchy for only the first bite. Really? And I just felt like, is this how it always is? Like, am I supposed to be high when I eat it? I mean, I'm sure I'm supposed to be high when I eat it. We actually had like, have I told you about this? I'm not sure what you're about to say. Did I send you the video? So we recently Wait, went backpacking. Was it the, was it the video of, of you and your friends uh, like giggling? Super high. In like the, wearing in the mosquito, wilderness. Wearing mosquito nets and carrying hiking poles and like 50 pound backpacks. <laughs> yes, you did show me this. And, I, and I'm like, this, the, this the, the term, the term you had to be there was coined for this moment. <laughs> yes. Well, that whole hike back. So Ash and I went backpacking for the first time recently in the Enchantments, which is like a super 
coveted thing. You have to enter a lottery to be able to camp mm-hmm. overnight in the enchantments. And we entered and we got it. We got a permit. So we went, we hiked in with like five friends, uh, three friends, actually, there were five of us in the hall. <laughs> and anyway, we got out there and we discovered that all of us had brought edibles. Okay, sure. I had brought these mints that Matthew recommended, and my friends had brought chocolate that was infused with marijuana. And anyway, the chocolate worked quite well. Uh, the mints, Yeah, Molly was not fond of the mints. The mints did not work so well. But anyway, we were planning to stay out there for three nights. Well, on the evening of the third night, a thunderstorm a started to blow in. And at like 6 p.m., we decided like we need to get out of here. This is going to be miserable. Oh, this sounds exciting. But the unfortunate thing is that at like 4.30 p.m., <laughs> Three of the five of us had eaten some of the chocolate. And so then we were packing up our camp while high and then hiking out with our packs and hiking poles. And like there were lots of mosquitoes. So we were wearing mosquito nets over Uh our heads. And anyway, all we could think about on the way out was Taco Bell. We desperately wanted to get back to civilization during this like three hour hike and uh, and eat Taco Bell. And we pulled into the Taco Bell parking lot in Clee Ellum, Washington. Nice. Nine minutes after it closed. Oh, no. Ash was so distraught that she had. I'm, I'm she, distraught just hearing the story. She had to like take a nap. I, I drove mm-hmm. us back to Seattle and she was like, I'm done. I must sleep now. Then when did you get the Taco Bell? Uh, the next day. Oh, God. So, yeah, well, definitely was not high anymore. And, oh, I, by the way, I was not high when I drove. Uh, that was like, oh, it, yeah, it had been like five hours and I'd been hiking and sweating and I, I was very straight. Um, I mean, not, not straight, <laughs> but <laughs> very sober. Sober. There we go. A question. Did they check your permit at any point? And if so, was it like at a at a little guard house no. when you were driving in? Or did no. like a ranger come to your side and say, your papers, please? Uh, no, we did not have our permits checked. However, we when we left our car at the trailhead, we had to leave a special parking pass uh, okay. that you can't you can't get without having a permit, okay. I think. Or our our parking pass was like a special permit thing. I am planning. I think. I think I mentioned this already. That there's a uh, special summer only bus that leaves from like right near my house and goes to a trailhead. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm planning. To, we're planning to do this as a family activity this summer. Go for a hike. Take the bus and go for a hike. I haven't been on a hike in a long time. You guys are such city dwellers. Like I, I always forget what like <laughs> but, a what a like nature hater you are. But I just said I'm going to go on a hike. Well, I know, but but y- y- you. I didn't say I was going to like dreading it. it. No, I'm I'm curious what I'm going to think well, and hoping that I can turn back and go home I've <laughs> if got, necessary. I've got this 50-pound uh, pack I can let you borrow if you want to really suffer. I was thinking... And some hiking poles. You know, I'm a, I'm a pole believer now. I really like the old hiking poles. Is, the, is that like something that can enhance any hike? Yes. Or? They're basically like ski poles. And what they do... I kind of want to try this. What they do is they just help your knees, especially okay. especially yeah. if you're carrying a lot of weight on your back. Yeah. Um, I've noticed one, yeah. one of my hips is starting to like... Oh, no. Get like hurdy. I think you need some hiking poles. Okay. You're going to start using them around town. Occasionally, I'll see I like an older older person uh-huh. using them around town. And That's I'm cool. Like, I'm like, you, you are taking great care of your joints. Yes, I need, to, I need to take better care of my joints, like not take them hiking. Yeah. Anyway, um, wow. Okay. So, so, but anyway, the Crunchwrap Supreme, it was only crunchy for like one 
bite. I think I think something went wrong. How long did you go between bites? Was it like an hour? <laughs> no. I mean, literally, we went through the drive-thru and then we pulled over in the parking lot and ate our food. Because that's what you're supposed to do. You eat Taco Bell in your car. Mm-hmm. No, it was crunchy for one bite and then at the end there was like so much cheesy stuff and saucy stuff that I, I it was like going to get everywhere and I kind of couldn't deal and so I was done. Yeah. My, my favorite Taco Bell item is the original crunchy taco. Okay. Which With does, beef. Yeah, which does and stay I, crunchy even in milk. I... <laughs> I had one of those too. Okay, good. In addition to the Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah. Um, okay, so... You, how do you use refried beans? So we tend to always keep flour tortillas in the house yep. for uh, kid and grown-up snacks. And what we usually wind up doing is super simple, like cracking open a can of Rosarita's, traditional usually. Yep. I, I don't usually get the vegetarian, or I think there's a low-fat one, which yeah, and I, there's don't, also, I don't believe uh, in. Yeah, there's also spicy jalapeno, which tastes to be exactly the same as the traditional. Really? Yes. Uh, anyway, we warm it up on the stovetop and usually kind of do a little taco burrito bar situation mm-hmm. with refried beans, grated sharp cheddar, uh, like you know, traditional like taco meat, either yep. with a seasoning packet or with your recipe for seasonings. Which I think uh, that, that recipe is on the hard taco episode. I think so. So yeah, we usually eat it as part of like a homemade burrito or taco bar situation. And June loves refried beans so much that usually after she eats her first taco, she starts just like dipping her finger sure. in the bowl of refried beans. That's called bean dip. Bean dip. Mm-hmm. We basically do the same thing often. So um, the the only things I do with my with my bean burrito that uh, are at all non traditional are I love putting tortilla chips in it, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes I will. Uh, That's called bean dip. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Sometimes I will uh, like saute it, crisp the burrito up on the stove. Ooh, that's classy. Which is sort of sort of like halfway to a chimichanga, I guess. Uh, remind me what a chimichanga is. It's just a deep fried burrito. Okay. Okay. It's like one of the hottest foods in the sense it's in the temperature sense that, hot. Temperature hot in the sense that like I think I've injured myself every time I've eaten a chimichanga. Is a chimichanga a traditional Mexican thing or is it Tex-Mex? I think it's a Tex-Mex thing, but I don't want to commit to that. Okay. Tell me about actual bean dip. Okay. So there's, you know, you can buy bean dip in a can at the store, but you can also make bean dip very easily. Bean dip. Bean dip is very tasty. It, like, I'm sure I would like it. We. I was talking about this recently because uh, my wife made classic French onion dip, mm-hmm. which uh, from a cons- Lipton soup packet. Yes, consists of two ingredients: Lipton onion soup packet and sour cream. Which, be- I mean, you know how I feel about creamy yeah, things. I, know. I don't like the sour cream episode was possibly the most painful episode to tape that we've ever done. Do you remember it? We More were- so than Scary Food One. Yeah, yeah, because we had to each eat multiple different brands of sour cream, like take a lick off of a spoon. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. It was so gross. Yep, take a lick off. That's my philosophy. So Lori Um, made... French onion soup. French I mean, onion French dip. onion dip. And and I don't like it. And I feel bad because like I recognize that it's awesome, mm-hmm. but I just d- don't like it. Yeah. Um, but I do like bean dip because it's not creamy usually. What about how do you feel about that spinach and artichoke dip? Nah, not, no, not really into it. No. Okay. I was going to suggest that we do a dips episode, but now I'm realizing that I think it would be another sour cream experience. I don't know. Like, what are could we? Could we like tailor we could it? Like, so, I mean, I, I'm much like less... Like cheese dip? Yeah, like a queso. 
Yeah, so what what could be in the dips lineup that wouldn't make me shrink from the table? So um, there was that situation like in, in the 80s or something when you would warm up like Rotel brand tomatoes and Velveeta. Yeah, that or sounds something. great. I think I, can't I think decide that's if like I think it sounds great or terrible. That's like a queso. Okay, a queso. We should just do a, a queso. We should do a queso, queso episode. But shouldn't it I feel, be queso fundido? Yeah, I feel I feel nervous about it because like I know it's a thing that some that that has like a really strong following and like lots of strong opinions. But uh, we, maybe we should done, do it. We've done other foods that had strong followings and opinions. I know, but we got obliterated every time. By, we did by no, strong people. By strong people. Yes, yeah, strong <laughs> people came. Pick up, picked us up on their shoulders and just carried obliterated us. <laughs> yes, yeah. and just carried us around town on on a tour. Yes, that would be a <laughs> business idea. <laughs> okay, we, we, yeah, we need to squarespace that up. Yeah, I'm what, not... what do we call like uh-huh. piggyback tours? Like piggyback <laughs> tours. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a whole family like in town. Yes. Like here in Seattle, like maybe they've flown in from somewhere. They're about to leave on an Alaskan cruise, but they want to get a tour of Seattle. I so guess, the whole family gets a whole bunch of strong guys. I guess this could be very demeaning for the people giving the piggyback tours. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm rethinking Never this mind. idea. Never mind. Yeah, just do the underground tour. Okay. Forget the piggyback tours. Okay. This episode was brought to you by Third Love. Third Love is the bra company that offers 70 sizes and more than a dozen styles, so you'll find the perfect bra for you. I mean, that's got to be more sizes than anywhere else. It, it's kind of They're going to have what you need. You are guaranteed to get a comfy, long-lasting, beautiful bra. And to get 15% off your first purchase, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk today. We'll consider the queso episode, and then yeah. we'll get obliterated. No, I think I think we should do it because it sounds tasty, and it sounds tastier than other dips. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, another thing, uh, tostadas. We've talked about yeah. before, and I said I was going to make for you, and I yes. still haven't. Yeah. But like a I crispy, noticed. a crispy uh, corn tortilla shell, mm. um, and some refried beans on there, and cheese and homemade salsa. That's delicious. Iceberg some lettuce. Iceberg lettuce. Yes. It's <sighs> key. Oh, that sounds great, Matthew. Great. We did we did do a lettuce episode, right? I don't know. We'll I think have to look we it did. Up. I, think I think we that, talked about like fancy, that, like modeled lettuces and stuff. I think if you look at um, the history of spilled milk, easily like twenty percent of our episodes are about us wondering if we've done other episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes it sound like we did a whole episode. <laughs> Just like where where have we been? What have we learned? Have and we where learned? have we been? Well, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, we papooses. Yeah. We papooses. We papooses. Um, that's the beginning of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> um, we the papooses. Yeah. Is that, that's the Constitution, isn't it? Yeah. We yeah. the people of yeah. the United States of America, in order to form a more perfect, perfect. union. Yep. I had to memorize it for school. Did you? I did too. I don't, remember, I don't anything remember anything else. after that. Apparently, I didn't remember any of it. So pupusas are a uh, Salvadoran dish that consists essentially of like a freshly made corn tortilla with something in the middle, mm-hmm. um, which is often refried beans. And that's a very good pupusa. Mm. It all sounds like a good and, pupusa. And when we talked about pupusas last time, whenever that was, I said I thought they were really hard to make. And a couple people obliterated us. <laughs> no, it's told us that uh, actually, actually they're much easier than you think. I still haven't done it, but I feel like I will. Okay. 
I just um, have this feeling that so, someday I will make. So up a maybe after I have you over for some homemade refried beans, you could take some home and make pupusas, and then have us over. Yes, for I could refried do that. bean pupusas. I thought, but I thought you were going to say just um, you know when you when I make those refried beans, you should come over and make pupusas with them. <laughs> <laughs> like what how did this suddenly become <laughs> a job for me? Yeah, sorry. No, it it's not a job for you. I didn't know I was going to be giving the piggyback to her. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com and on Facebook at facebook.com/spilledmilkpupusa where uh, I mean there we we only talked about a few uses of refried beans because we mostly talked about like parties, right? I'm sure that like aren't wait a minute, seven layer dip. Yeah. Aren't refried beans in seven-layer dip? Absolutely. Oh, man. There's so many things we have not even thought of yet. Um, Please don't make me try and guess what the seven layers are or what the seven layers are in a Taco Bell seven-layer burrito. Hey, guys. Would you please weigh in at Spilled Milk Pupusa on Facebook? Facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. Um, what and, do you think the seven layers yeah, are? Yeah, what are the seven layers? It, I don't even know if it's standardized or if different people are going to have their own... Oh, layers like, like maybe, one person might be like, let's throw in some pickled jalapenos. That sounds great. Maybe like another a, person like will a, be like, ooh, let's do some pickled red onion. Maybe like a seven layer dessert dip with um, whipped cream, gummy bears, uh, okay. and some other and five other things. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. Uh-huh. Please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, our producer is Abby Circatella. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. We bean, I, we I bean. dip, you dip, we bean dip. What is that? <laughs> I dip, you dip, we dip. Okay, I'll accept it. Yeah. I'm Matthew Esther Burton. I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> it's, it's a strange premise for a show. I won't believe it until I see it oozing out of someone's eyeballs. Ooh. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 